and welcome to the Crazy Crockett Podcast. This is your boy Crazy Dre Show, aka Andre, from the Midwest of the United States of America. And uh, I'd like to thank you for joining me in some uh, discussions on other things I enjoy talking about. Uh, I want this podcast to be fun, but more informative. Uh, sooner or later, I'll have my one of my friends on it, and we'll be more humorous about everything else. But today, we're going to talk about Malcolm X. And I try to do this podcast and record myself about three or four times. And this is going to be the last time I'm going to record it. And I'm going to, I think I figured out what I need to do and uh, making it more of a um, open-minded uh, episode. Uh, I was a little bit um, uh, particularly non-sensitive, I guess you could call it. But uh, but here we go. I'm going to talk about Malcolm X. So the reason why I want to talk about Malcolm X is because his birthday is on May 19th. And it's about, what is it, May 17 today. And this podcast won't go out until May 18. So it'll be a day before Malcolm X's birthday. So I want to discuss Malcolm X because I don't think no... I don't think a lot of people really know who Malcolm X, and most people don't really care, I guess. Uh, maybe because he's a a Muslim, at at clearly when he was alive, um, Dr. King was a Christian Baptist person, so the common denominator was seventy five percent of Americans are Christian base so it's much easier to to listen to a man who has the same beliefs that that everyone else has. Now of course that was back in the sixties. Now we are into the uh twenty twenty two twenty first century and the reason why I got into Malcolm X is because I was always into uh, uh, the, like the Civil Rights Movement. When I was a little kid, I always saw pictures of slavery and I didn't quite understand why. Uh, I saw pictures of African Americans like Dr. King and Jesse Jackson and and Frederick Douglass and Rosa Parks, and other figures of that time. And by most people, you might understand that I grew up in a white community, as a Christian-based community. Um, so my interest in Malcolm X is totally, totally off the wall. It's, it's like in left field. And... uh I always wondered why he was such a, like, I wonder why people didn't talk about him, because I thought, well, he's a guy who believes that um, African Americans should own their own businesses and hire their own people and and be more self-sufficient. And 
And when I was in, in uh, when we went on vacation, I picked up a book. It was uh, Malcolm X's autobiography. And this is when I was like 13 years old, 13 or 12 years old. And I, and I took it down to South Carolina because that's where we would vacation during um, spring break. And I started reading it. And coming to find out that his dad was a pastor. Um, his dad was mysteriously killed in a car accident. Um, his mom was uh, in a relationship with another man after her after Malcolm X's dad died, and something happened in that relationship. I that she had a mental a, a mental breakdown, and the whole Malcolm X's family, or Little, his uh, last name was Little, so his whole family was separated, and. Malcolm X's, Malcolm X's mother went to a to a, an institute. So along the way, he he was uh, he was kind of like a rebel without a cause or with a cause. Uh, knowing that his family at one point, when his dad was alive, um, the Ku Klux Klan. Burned down trees, or I mean, burned down a cross in front of their house, and and made a um, uh, a hatred suggestion towards the little family. So, Malcolm X was in school, and he wanted to become a lawyer. And back then, if you were a a brown-looking person or a black person, you had certain jobs. And that was not one of those jobs that for young black men or women would pursue because they weren't allowed to pursue it. So when he heard that by what his teacher told him, he basically kind of like gave up on the school system. And then I would say he became kind of a hustler. And then he got caught robbing people, stores, or houses, and then he went to jail. And then when he got to jail, there's two stories I don't understand when he got to jail. One was in the movie where uh, uh, Denzel plays that he meets a, a an inmate who is part of the Nation of Islam or part of... Uh, Prophet Elijah's group of people in sh- in Chicago, and the other one is based on the Wikipedia, and his family, his brothers wants his brothers and sisters want Malcolm X to to hear out Prophet Elijah. And Prophet Elijah, like I said, he's the leader of the nation of Islam at, at that time. And uh, so those are two contradictory stories. 
So I would assume that he had an inmate that was his friend who uh, introduced him to Islam and the teachings of Islam, of the nation Islam, is basically saying that only black people or black uh, lives matter in a in a in a in a hyper state where you do not associate with any white person you blame or you accuse the white community for every detail that's have that bad things happen to the black community and as and it was very and it was very spoken in the nation of Islam that you're black and they're white and you do not associate with white people and along the way speeches were coming out of um, of Malcolm X and he would consider uh, a black uh, white people as the white devils for persecuting any black person or enslaving all black people. Of course, that's the biggest history book of. That's one of the only things that maybe America has, uh, that the United States is known for, is slavery. Not that we're not the only ones that did it, but we're the only ones that keep keeping some form in shape uh privatizing people in different sections different groups so the, the nation islam was a was a very uh organized group in the late 60s and to have someone like Malcolm X who was a well spoken person and it was a likable person among his community. That message went a lot further than what anybody expected, even Malcolm X. And one of the things that, you know, I concentrate on a lot of positive things that people may say, even if I don't agree with their philosophy. Like, and this is one thing that Malcolm X clearly thought. The African Americans should hire each other, and African Americans should should uh, create jobs or start businesses and and take care of each other. And I think a lot of people don't realize that, in some ways, Malcolm X was already speaking of some form of segregation within his own people, because he did not trust any white person at that time so and then to be honest with you a lot of times the way that we are the way that we live our lives based on our wealth or based on how wealthy or poor we are we are basically almost doing the same thing where a lot of the of the christian folks hang out or live within the within their own community. A lot of the Jewish community live within each other. A lot of the of the ethnicity people live together. Like Mexicans, majority of Mexican people will will 
move in in a certain location of the city or township. Uh, same thing with any anything about even if you're white and you're not Dutch or you're white and German, you can intermix that in America. But based on the how wealthy you are is based on on where you live, and and clearly in America that's very dominant. Of course, you can exclude the poor. Usually, when poor people hang out with each other, it's because they're non-educated. They have had substance abuse problems. Uh, businesses have left the downtown area for years, decades, and then eventually, and eventually, when those businesses leave town. The community becomes poorer and poorer, and then during the 70s, a lot of middle-class Americans left the city and went to the suburbs. So that's basically why you see a lot of poor white and black people within the same neighborhoods, because those are the families that never left. So they kept having kids, and more kids, who were less and less educated. And then, of course, the crime rate based on those communities were a lot higher, especially among the black community, where the gun violence and 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 shootings and and any type of uh, robbery took place. In the poor white communities, you see a lot more people on meth and crack and taking substance that are illegal in to purchase nor illegal to take and so that in itself is basically one of the things that Malcolm X was addressing that a lot of African American people should stop drinking and doing drugs or even smoking cigarettes because it was unhealthy for their body one thing I think I learned from anything about Islam is that is that your body is a complete temple, and it's also addressed in the New Testament of the Bible. So somewhere in Corinthians or somewhere in Luke, John, and Matthew, one of the four disciples explains that your body is a temple. So anything that you put in your body, like alcohol cigarettes or anything that's uh if you gourd your food or your just eat anything possible just gourd in it that's harmful for your body but with malcolm x he took it a step further along with the nation of along with the islam communities like you just don't drink alcohol and that's one thing that he was addressing to a lot of african-american people that if you want to stop um, poverty and you want people to go to work, you need to stop doing something that was going to hinder you from making that decision to go to work. And that's one aspect of Malcolm X that his that a lot of people don't really understand. That his his self discipline is amazing. A lot of people are 
who claim to be Christians and Jews and Muslims or, and proclaim God as their Savior or Jesus as a Savior, they say all this stuff. But the discipline of not doing any of those type of substance and staying out of trouble and keeping your body pure is very, very difficult. And for Malcolm X, he was able to, to do something like that. And I do think a lot of times that's part of the reason why Malcolm X is a person that a lot of African-Americans cannot, cannot relate to because he was able to be that self-disciplined. Like he was able to understand that, that, that in order to, to do the right thing, you have to be the right thing. And he almost kind of touches the basis of what Platoism is. So if you are, if you are taught to do the right thing, then you should never repeat the wrong thing ever again. And that's basis of Platoism, that, that you always do the right thing. You do it for yourself and you do it for your body and then you do it for so what the creator of your world and a lot of the christian faith is based on that as well to be a good worker to go to work to to pay your bills pay your taxes take care of your family take care of your household and then, and 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 then retire in some ways malcolm x was saying the same thing just the fact that he was a Muslim, not a Christian. And, and, I, and I think that's probably one of the things that really hindered his success is that the message that the Nation of Islam was teaching other people in that community that, that anything that's white, anything that resembles blue eyes and blonde hair is a dangerous person or is an evil person. And a lot of people kind of ignore the idea that when Malcolm X decided to go to Mecca, the homeland of Islam, he then realized that he was sharing the same communion with other white Muslims and other black Muslims and other brown Muslims and Asian Muslims and so on and so forth. So a lot of people don't realize that the second big, the second best thing about Malcolm X is that he's able to correct his mistakes. He's able to see something that does not make sense, even if he was taught something, and then he can correct that mistake by analyzing what he was taught and what he just heard or what he just read. And that's something I think a lot of people uh, don't live by is that we're all going to make mistakes and it's okay to be wrong. And as long as we figure out that we're, what our, our answer is wrong, then we can grow from that answer and then pursue something that's much better in our lives. And I think that's one of those things that a lot of I wish people would talk I wish people would mention that about Malcolm X 
that one at one time he did say, "I hate white people. Though they're the white devil with blue eyes and and blonde hair." He did say that. But I also do believe that people like that, who 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 was on the way of changing, because again he was assassinated by the Nation of Islam. Some people think he was assassinated from the CIA, but the CIA. I really don't think they had nothing to do with him because I think that they knew that they killed or they assassinated him and they and people would find out that would create much more of a problem. The reason why the Nation of Islam is the is the number one suspect is because uh, Prophet Elijah was disappointed in the message of Malcolm X's new new speeches about changing about he was starting to teach uh, other muslims that that it really you don't need to be best friends with black with white people but you don't need to be their number one enemy either you need to just stay focused and stay within your own uh mindset and at the retirement stage of prophet elijah his sons were going to start to take over over the nation so and by protecting the next throne or the next seat they had to eliminate their their greatest competitor because prophet elijah at one point loved malcolm x he just adored him he he basically kind of made Malcolm X as like his number one adopted son. He was his favorite non-son. He's a, he, he was the greatest preacher that any prophet would ever would love. So in some ways, I do think that the nation had to do something with Malcolm X. And I really don't know if, if the CIA or the FBI but that's not really important. I don't. I mean, he's 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 passed away. Unfortunately, he was on the verge of creating a new community, and he was going to reach out to other African American people in the civil rights movement. Where in the beginning he didn't like them at all. He didn't like Dr. King, and he didn't like any other person that was uh, reaching out to the white community to change laws. And that's one thing that the Dr. King had a, a a huge advantage of his of his message is that he was able to compromise or try to compromise with the, with the government to pass laws so that so that his people, the African American people, would start to gain equal rights to vote and to go to places where other people were allowed to, or places where they were not allowed to in the beginning. So that's one thing that Malcolm X kind of was too late with that knowledge. And, and for some reason, that just stuck to my mind. Now, if you compare Malcolm X to Dr. Kane, you see them very differently based on how they communicated with the white community. 
But you also know that Dr. King was also a, a person who was who was encouraging uh, groups of his own, like freedom fighters. So what would happen is that they would take a group of young black and white white kids who wanted to go into a city or a town where they where they were totally discriminated against black people and force them so that these kids would get off the bus in these in these cities and go to places where they were it would it would say only whites only and they would sit down in those tables and force the the waitress to serve them food and, or march down the street and then what would happen is that a fight would break out, riots would break out, uh, hoses were taken onto, and hosing uh, anybody that was an 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 African American or anybody that was associated with the African American community, they would get hosed. They would get they would uh, at one time they would allow German shepherds to go after African Americans. So. Dr. Kane's freedom fighter concept doesn't really work because you can't say something like peace and love and we can all get along and we get it's about the color it's not about the color of the skin but it's about the character of that person but you can't force people to change you have to allow the change happen gradually and that's one thing I think Dr. Kane didn't real, didn't really realize and the only reason why the 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 bill of rights the only reason why uh the bill of rights the amendment to allow african americans to vote and to be treated as equals was as a high priority is because jfk got assassinated and jfk and along his brother robert Kennedy were huge, huge uh, supporters of the civil rights movement, or supporters of 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 black people in America. So when they both got assassinated, they both were in a situation. Our government was in a situation where where Detroit and Chicago had had riots and burnings of, of of buildings and blocks and blocks of Detroit and Chicago was burned down and and because of JFK if it wasn't for JFK and Robert Kennedy for for not being assassinated they their amendment might have took an even longer to pass the House and Senate because they didn't want more riots to appear. But let's go back to Malcolm X. So I think overall the reason why I like Malcolm X is because I could associate my frustrations the way that he did when I was being brought up in a white community and I'm disabled, most people didn't really like me. 
again, when I say this, and I've kind of said that in my first two podcasts, if I haven't, I was still treated a lot differently than the other kids just because I was disabled. And I was mocked a lot. Um, I was never uh, included to anyone's uh, uh, group of friends. Um, I had to kind of make my own friends, kind of uh, include myself or or kind of butt into conversations that were not within my within my ground. So so I would be like the third the third guy in having trying to have a conversation with people who didn't want to have nothing to do with me. And that kind of, you know, really kind of pissed me off, but I had no way of expressing my frustrations. So I became more and more uh introverted and and I guess in some ways I was, I taught myself bad behaviors. And that's, bad behaviors is like, I didn't go out, I would be obnoxious, I would say stupid things, I would say things that didn't make sense just to get attention. I would even even maybe start fights with people just because I could. Not because I could beat them up, but because I I was in some ways angry without knowing that I was angry. I might have been frustrated, highly frustrated, but again, I didn't know how to express those thoughts. So when I read Malcolm X, he had frustrations, but he was able to verbally get his words out of his mouth and he was able to to give out certain directions to make your life a better place. Now I'm gonna people when people hear that of this of this podcast, they gonna think I'm glorifying Malcolm X and his radical thinking of white people as the devils. I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm. This is not why I'm doing this podcast or this episode for. I'm doing this episode for because no one talks about my Malcolm X. Everyone ignores the the idea of Malcolm X, and I can't really go anywhere without talking about Malcolm X in a positive way. It turns out that anything that you say of Malcolm X is considered very negative. And if Malcolm X was able to be taught that all white people are the devil and then he comes back from from the homeland of of Mecca and changes his mind, then that's what we need to focus on. And I'm not going I'm not going to tell African Americans to get better jobs or to go to school or or to become lawyers or doctors or police officers because it's not really my place to say that. And I can't really speak on behalf of Malcolm X because he's been dead over 50 years, I think. So 
So it was clear almost 50 years. But if you didn't get anything out of this, if you get one thing out of this, I hope it's that that people are able to change. If you give them time to change, and if you teach someone to to there are different options of your life, then you're able to address any type of problem. And it's totally okay to be wrong. It really is. No one's ever always right. And if we just linger on people being wrong all the time, then we're never going to get anywhere in our lives. And I hope you enjoy this podcast. I don't know if it was really informative for anybody, but this is my perspective as a disabled person of what Malcolm X means to me as a white kid. I'm not a kid. I'm in my 40s, for God's sake. But he did really just, I think the one thing I really learned from him is like you have to take a back seat. You have to allow people to say what they want to say. And if you don't agree with them, it's okay. It's really okay. And if they don't like you, that's fine. And I think that's one thing I learned. It's like you just... He taught me to control my anger, I guess. He taught me to be very, very subtle. To just almost walk away from any fight. Or anybody that would say something about me being crippled or me stuttering or anything that's based on negative energy. The one thing he taught me is just let it go. It's not worth dying for it it just isn't let people be who they are that's why this world is awesome because you can go to a bar where they play metal music and it's just a bunch of hair band i mean guys with long hair and who listen to metallica and and godsmack and anything out there like that and then you can leave because, you know why? Because you can leave. And if you want to go to a hip-hop restaurant or bar, you can listen to hip-hop music. If you want to listen to jazz music, you can go somewhere else to play jazz music. But the one thing you did teach me is like, you know, there's just different people with different belief systems, and it's okay to be different. It really is. We're not all supposed to look like Elvis Presley. We're just not. And that's all right. So if anybody gets out of anything, just know that there's always a tomorrow. And there's really no time and energy to waste on revenge and anger. Just be happy. Be like Bob Marley. Be happy. All right. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'm going to have this up on the 18th of of uh, of May, the day before Malcolm X's birthday. All right, take care.